welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. Fear is a liar, and that's because Satan is a liar. Um, and so talk, talk through, what is that chapter about? It's about this concept that I hear so often. I would like to homeschool. I would like to have another kid. I would like to travel. I would like to, um, you know, get married because not everybody that follows me is already married or has kids. Um, I would like to start writing. I would like to, but I'm scared. I, I don't know what, how I would do that. And we've already talked about the fact that most of the time when we surrender ourselves to the Lord, it's not us doing it anyway. You know, yeah. it's the Lord doing it through us. But people are like, oh, well, that sounds very spiritual. What does that even mean? <laughs> I think what it means is doing the next right thing he has opened the door and pushed you through to do mm. and trusting that he will equip you as you are doing it. So the whole chapter highlights heroes of the faith who are actually not very heroic. Moses, like, tried to get out of going to Pharaoh so many times, you know, and the Lord just kept saying, you know what, I'm going to give you Aaron. Or, or I'm going to give you the words, or let me give you this staff that's going to turn into it, but you're still going. I think yeah. the Lord is kind. I, I think of an example, which is a really funny, interesting, like quirky example from the Bible, but Samuel is told to go anoint David, and he doesn't want to do it because he knows that Saul is going to kill him if he does. The Lord does not say, go anyway, and I will protect you. I think he could have, but the Lord is kind to meet us where we are in our fear. And instead he says, go say you're offering a sacrifice and then offer a sacrifice. Like, I'm going to give you a plausible reason to be there and then do what I told you to do. So the Lord meets us. He comes to Joshua and says, do not fear, like three separate times. We're told not to fear more than 350 times in Scripture, and it's so hard not to do. But there's this yeah. quote I use from Corey Ten Boom in there that um, I might botch, but I'll try to get as close to possible. But it's basically the only safe place to be is in the center of God's will. Yeah. And yet she was able to say that while she had spent time in a concentration camp and her sister yeah. had died there and her father had been arrested and died while he was in waiting to be interned, basically. Other family members had died. And yet she considered that place that God had put her there to be his will and that she was safe there and that she the most dangerous thing to do was to say, I'm too scared, I won't, and strike out on her own. And yeah. it's so counterintuitive, and yet it's so scriptural, because the Bible tells us God's ways are not our ways. Man's wisdom is foolishness to God, and that yeah. we are, you know, we are vessels in His hands to be shaped and to be used by Him. Um, now, we can make ourselves stiff and unyielding, but the Lord's purposes will still be accomplished. Yeah. I love that you talk about Corey Ten Boom. She is my hero through and through. I cannot wait to meet her in heaven. Such and cool I, I love The Hiding Place. I recently read her book, Tramp for the Lord. And as we, earlier we were talking about perspective, what's so interesting about that book, um, and it's so funny that she uses the word tramp because nowadays it has a little bit yeah, of a different yeah, a meaning. a little bit different, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so so, <laughs> I, I almost wish they would change the title of it, but they can't because it is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, I highly recommend if you've read The Hiding Place, read this book, Tramp for the Lord, because it is so powerful. And what it is, is it's her 
ministry after the war and her going out around the the world. I mean, she traveled the world Mm -hmm. to tell of God's goodness and faithfulness. And it was her, she was at that point, of course, removed from the concentration camp. She was removed from all of the things that had so deeply hurt her physically, emotionally, spiritually, in every way, but she had held so tight to the Lord. Mm. And so, and she just exudes the love of Christ. And she's like, but I have to go tell people. Yeah. I have to tell everyone and anyone who will listen. Yeah. And it's such a fantastic book. It is, it is one of my new favorite books. I can't believe it took me so long to read it, but it's I so powerful. I haven't read powerful. it either. I need to. Oh, you've got to read this book. It's so good. And and it's cool because it's exactly what we're talking about is hard is not the same thing as bad. Mm. The concentration camp for her was hard. I oh, mean, goodness, it was yeah. hard. It was impossible. Yes. The things that she and Betsy and all the other prisoners and her family, the things that they went through, th- that is the definition of hard, the yes. hardest of hard. Yeah. But she was able to step back years later and say, but let me go tell you about God's goodness mm-hmm. in the midst of the hardest thing I could ever endure. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.